Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today we wrap up this short series um, thinking about abortion in our plan. My plan on Monday is to get back to my series on how to read the Bible. But let me let me um, speak to a very important question and then kind of add some just uh, some some summarizing thoughts at the end of this episode. And, and this is very sacred ground. This question I want to ask or or, or address, I really recognize that. And I want to be very uh, gentle and careful in sort of speaking into this. But but the question that I think is last to hold up is or, or to address is perhaps you're someone who's had an abortion and you're a Christian or you're considering becoming a Christian. And you wonder, in light of what Christianity teaches, am I okay? Am I, am I welcome? Uh, what do I do? Can I be forgiven? Um, I've ministered to people who've walked through abortions, and, and, I, and at least the, the experience I've had is of profound um, regret, profound trauma, profound um, guilt, profound shame, and stuff that's very difficult to, uh, to get rid of. So how then do we step out of that? And, and I think there's a series of steps. One is to, uh, to just agree with the Lord that, that that act is and was a sin. Now, um, we all do this in all, about all sorts of things. So when I say that, it's not as though this is some unique one-off sin that puts someone in a special category, but all the other sins are just normal everyday sins. All sin separates from God. All sin is an offense to God. All of us are sinners. We are all in the exact same boat. So this is a word from another beggar who's found bread, not a word of judgment. But we need to own that because we can't be healed from something if we don't rightly identify it. That's what confession is about. It's, it's owning it and then bring it before the Lord. And then we have to receive forgiveness. It says in John chapter 1 that the blood of Jesus cleanses us, washes us, bleaches us from all sin. And so once I confess, as it says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Once I confess my sin, I agree with God that it's sin and own it as sin and tell God I'm sorry, I'm forgiven. Absolutely fully forever. And it says in Psalm 103 that God throws our sin as far as the east is from the west. That's the starting point, to own it as sin, to ask forgiveness. Now, my experience is that people who've had an abortion and take this first step, most of those feelings are still there. Most of the weight of that is still there. And it's and, and they wrestle with, what do I do with that? And of course, they feel a lot of shame they don't want to tell a lot of people. I don't think they need to. It's not other people's business to do that. It should be private if people want to keep it private. Um, but in, in our Anglican tradition, along with the Orthodox and the Catholic tradition, we have a practice that builds on your own personal confession that can be so liberating and so freeing. And it's the practice of sacramental confession. So what that involves is you you come to a priest and... Um, in, in, a, in a private, absolutely confidential space, 
you confess out loud your sins to a priest and you name specific sins. And for those who've, who've received an abortion, had an abortion, I think taking this step is really powerful. And then what happens is the priest sits, there's some, some prayers, there's a, there's a liturgy in the prayer book that we go through. We'll help everyone get ready. A priest will, will guide you beforehand to help you get ready for this. Um, which can be a very scary, intense thing the first time. And then and then when I do them, I often sit with someone where there's an altar and I have them face the altar and I sit beside them. They don't face me. And out loud, they confess their sin to God. And, and maybe, you know, um, there might be something confessional where I feel like they should explore something or I might offer counsel, but, but that's really not the main point. The main point is for me to stand in for Jesus, that there's someone, that the priest is someone who's physical you can see, who you can hear, and who you can be in the presence of as you confess to make concrete confession. And then afterwards, the priest gives absolution and they say, you are forgiven. And then the nature of the sacrament is such that um, it can never be talked about again by the priest. Now, the person making confession, they're free to talk about it with anyone they want to. But the priest is not allowed to talk about it again, and they won't even talk about it with the person who made the confession unless that person wants to talk about it. But the priest's posture is to forget it forever as a sign of God's forgetting. And my experience is people who especially have kind of sins that haunt them, regrets that haunt them, when they bring that to the sacrament of, of um, auricular, that's that's, you know, physical spoken confession of the sacrament there's just great liberation so if if that's something you've um gone through um had an abortion um i would seriously um you know once you sort of dealt with just your own confession from the lord um to uh, to, to to pursue sacramental confession and then thirdly you know you might need some counseling to work through the trauma that led up to that there might be associated trauma almost always is the the regret and trauma of it and really find healing and what i believe is jesus can bring you to a place not just positionally that you're forgiven but that you live out of a new place and that becomes something that god's taken away and god's forgiven it does not define you anymore that's really the power of christ and the power of the gospel um so um, I want to I want to mention a book. It's entitled "The Moral Vision of the New Testament" by Richard Hayes. It's a book of Christian ethics. It's a uh, um, it's accessible to anyone, but it was one of my textbooks in seminary. So it's not a pop Christian book, but he has a, an excellent chapter on the question of abortion and how to think about that from a Christian perspective. And um, I believe Hayes is still living. I know he had a very serious battle with cancer, and I can't remember if he survived or not, but he was a, he's a Methodist professor at Duke Divinity School, brilliant guy, brilliant working with the text of scripture and then reasoning ethically about it. It's one of the best treatments on that question that I'm aware of. Um, so I'd highly recommend looking that up if you want to explore more. I'd also say if, you know, um, the way we do these podcasts is they're, they're short, simple, they're not in depth. If you want to go deeper and, and meet with me or one of our other clergy and at St. Patrick's Anglican Church and talk about this, if you have questions, 
uh, man, just just feel free to reach out. No one's gonna um, if you just if they if you disagree with us, no one's gonna get on your case. No one's gonna hate you. No one's gonna reject you. Listen, talk, dialogue. Unpack more why we believe what we believe. Um, but we just want to be here to serve and help. So God bless and have a great day.